Welcome back to Stitch Files. Take two. <laughs> I forgot to hit record. <laughs> yeah, good I'm an idiot. It's early. It's a good thing I looked at the little thing. I know, thank I, you. I watched to make sure it's counting down. Yeah. Well, okay. Crap. Yeah, this is take two. Yeah, sorry. Um, we're back here at the Charlotte GX, GPX Expo. Why is that hard? I can't say impressions. I call it expressions. Hey, at least you're not trying to say Civil Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> so we're back here. Joining us today is Mr. Sean Evans, former Baird employee, now CIT employee. He's on the finance end of things. And Sarah, um, we got Sarah. Yeah, Sarah's back with us. She so graciously gave up her microphone. Sarah keeps us on track. Yeah. Not, I try. Not, not, not really. I not try. Really. You try. She holds the reins. Yeah. Um, so, Sean, thanks for thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm so sorry I didn't hit record. Yeah. So, g- give us uh, kind of your, your spiel. Getting, you know, you worked for Baradin up until till when, and, and you're moving to finance. Let's yeah. I've, so, I've been in this industry since I was 18, back in the late 80s. Um, I joined Baradin in 96. When it was McPherson Meistergram and was with them until 2003. And then, yeah, you were out of the West Coast office. I was out of the West Coast yeah. office originally and then took over territory in Texas. Um, and was there until spring of 03 and then moved into finance at that point. Um, and uh, I. He called I, me one day and he said, I quit. I'm like, well, why are you quitting? He said, I got a better opportunity. I said, there is no such thing as a better opportunity than Meriden. <laughs> And he told me what he's going to be making, and I said, "That's a better opportunity." Yeah, that's better opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> Do they have a second opening, Sean? Can I, go? <laughs> Can I join you? That's right. Yeah. No, so, but it's it's been uh, it's been it's been fun. But I think the the thing that I've tried to bring to this industry is a my history and passion for it, but yeah. also you know all these things are interconnected one another and you know i think that's part of the success of small businesses having partners that you trust and equipment that is you know that supports where you want to grow and and take your business and so forth and that's that's always kind of been my driving force yeah that's and you're a good i kind of steer people you know i give people options for you know getting their machines purchased and you know your top on the list because of your experience i think it it means a lot to people when you know the ins and outs of the machines as good as we do mm-hmm. um, and they're coming to you like hey you know we need financing for this machine um, so can you kind of talk talk to people about how you go through that process and you know if somebody's looking to finance how that how that works out certainly and then ultimately you know CIT is a bank um, we are a little different than most banks in that sense that we when you look at financing of any piece of whatever they're going to look at the credit information first, and then they're going to look at the asset um, as part of the what they're basically loaning money against. Right. Um, CIT looks at the company information first, then they look at the ownership structure and the owners second, they look at the equipment third. Yeah. Um, and it's part of the overall puzzle or the, the mix, as it were. Um, that's, I think, very helpful because customers need to understand that this is an investment. It's long term. Mm-hmm. Um, Everything that we do is going to be tied around a risk-based right. environment. So, obviously, if you paid your, you're starting out and you paid your other bills fine, and you've got you know history with mortgage or car loans or student loans or personal loans. That's going to go a long way with regards to helping you with financing on the new adventure. Yeah. Um, and then as the business grows from its infancy to maturity, whatever maturity ends up being. Um, how the company performs becomes a, a big 
component of it. Yeah. So um, on pay your bills on, you know, finance the first machine and you come back and look for additional equipment. It's very simple because they look at, okay, they borrowed $25,000, they paid it back with no issues, no problem. Right. They, they right. have a history, they know what they're doing. Yeah. Um, and that goes into the process on our side. And I think it also helping customers understand what they're doing and also, you know, are they buying... You know, this machine for a short-term need, or are they buying this for a long-term plan as far as their business? Yeah, yeah. What? Um, <clears throat> oh, yeah. what? Yeah, what? What? I mean, there's a lot of a lot of leasing companies, finance companies, mm-hmm. which is good. I mean, for, you know, from you know, I've always said this. There's there's certain companies we partner with because we feel comfortable working with them. They know yeah. our equipment. Um, they had the same philosophy as us. We don't take care of the customer. Yep. You know, we just want to let any fly by night. You know, finance their machine, but um, just you know, just a brief synopsis of what sets CIT apart from the other companies. I think the the one thing that CIT does, and after kind of looking at the landscape myself for for years, CIT's been in this industry one way or the other since before I started with Barry. Mm-hmm. Um, back at that time, McPherson Ice Cream had a finance arm, and they actually sold paper to CIT. Yeah. Um, and so they, they understand the asset, which is a big thing. I, where it is, and then fast forward to where we are today, customers are looking to own the equipment. Yeah. They, yeah. they want to own it. You know, the, the definition of lease versus loan and the finance world is, has historically been pretty gray. It's becoming very black and white based on the tax codes. Yeah. Um, and that's changing the benefit of one over the other. Um, CIT is only does loans on equipment for the business. So it's got to be, if you're an embroidery shop and you're buying, you know, screen print equipment, well, that is in the same vein of what you're doing. Right. Now, if you're an embroidery shop and you want to buy a tow truck, sorry. That's can't a, help you there, right? You can't help you there. Yeah. Oh, that's a two totally different. Two Man, totally I different just ordered different. a new tow truck. I guess you're not going to finance it. <laughs> we can finance that. It's just not, you can't not use Not with your, my credit. <laughs> You want to try that again? Before well, you maybe say we can. you can, maybe, maybe we can find it. Fair enough, fair enough. No, but ultimately, it's got to be what we refer to as business essential. Yep. So if it's equipment that is going to help your business grow and it's something you're going to use on a daily basis, and if, you know, heaven forbid, if that, business, if that equipment was taken away, would it impact your, your operation? That is kind of the basic minimums that we look at as far as, okay, is this something that is essential for the operation of the company? Um, so that's how we look at the asset portion of it. And then, as I already talked about, some of the credit side of it. Um, we have some unique tools that are different than the rest of the market and the fact that you can pay it off early, you can do principal payoffs, um, which is unique. Um, and it's something I've found over the years is valuable to customers as they're growing because they have in their mind, okay, I can afford X amount per month. Before they can get that next machine, they don't want to extend themselves beyond that level. So by paying that first one off, allows them to get the next one. Um, And a traditional lease doesn't allow you to do that um, because the way that the the contracts are structured. Right. Sarah, you have a question? At least, least I call him lease boy. We, you said 
Did you say that? It could have been in the oh, first crap, I did miss that. So you missed that. Hey, guess what, guys? I missed that. Yeah. Yeah. Sean is named Least Boy. Least Boy. We call him Least Boy. <laughs> My wife calls him Least Boy. So yeah. she'll say, uh, I'll say, I'm going to a show. She's like, oh, is Least Boy going to be there? And I'm saying, well, just because he says he's going to be there doesn't mean he'll be there because he, he stands people up sometimes for... That, I think I've only done that once. That's untrue. But you did it twice at the once. <laughs> twice what? at the one time? Yeah. That time you did, you you did it twice, twice at the one time? At the at one the time? One at, the one, at the one time? Yeah. That's the way I look at it. No. No. My wife, no. Lo- my wife loves Lee's Boy. I don't know why. But Everybody loves Lee's Boy. Yeah. 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 Not like Lee's Boy. Yeah, and I think we no. said it on maybe before we recorded or... Yeah, he's he's the fifth fifth man. Or no, the twelfth. He's the yeah, twelfth. He's the twelfth Seahawk. Yeah. I, obviously, you guys had no clue what I was talking about. So. <laughs> I, I had look, a, look up twelfth man. I had an Seahawks, idea where you were going. You'll see what I'm talking about. Yeah. He's a twelfth man because Sean has sold equipment. He understands equipment, I, and and it's just like customers talking to the technicians. You know, we're we're the evil salespeople. We're going to lie to you and tell you anything we can tell you to get you to buy the machine. Which is not true. Which is not true, you know. Um, But when you talk to a technician, and we encourage you to, you know, talk to other Bairdon owners, talk to technicians. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, Sean knows the equipment, and he can tell you the good and the bad and the ugly, and and we are fine with that. we got nothing to hide, don't want anything to hide. You know, matter of fact, if you're not happy, if you're hesitant to buy a Bairdon, then don't. I don't mean that in a bad way. We don't, we want your experience to be good. We want you to be 100% sure that's what you want. Yeah, be we set know up that for once success. you get it, you're going to like it. But um, it, it is, you know, you know, you take somebody buys a single head machine, they're going to have, what? Tw- what's the average single head deal? 20 grand, 22? Uh, By the time everything gets rolled in, I'm, I'm, you know, for the machine, software, supplies. Because you, 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 yeah, tw- you, you guys do everything, right? Yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah. correct. We'll do All everything. We'll do, and we have actually have a product that ex- goes a little bit different than most yeah. companies. Supplies typically are the the black um, the black sheep of finance because it's air. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's something it's if you're consum- we call it a consumable. Right? It is a consumable. Yeah, so so if you're running your business in six months, you shouldn't have those supplies. Right. Um, it'll have some portion of them, of course, but it's like putting gas in your car. You're going to consume it during the operation of. Yeah. I guess what my point was, you know, we sell a startup package mm-hmm. with supplies and everything for one set price. Yep. So, you know, the software and supplies and all that get rolled into it. It doesn't mean people are going to go buy their supplies and, and finance them. But I, you know, it just when you're a new customer, you know, there's things that you need and you don't have to buy them from us. But yeah. initially, if you're buying a new single head machine, we can turnkey everything. With the exception of customers and garments, right. yeah, you know, pretty much. Pretty much yep. So you, you guys will take care of that. Yeah, we'll take care of the consumables. We'll take yeah. care of the turnkey packages yeah. and so forth. And ultimately, you know, we have the ability to do. Uh, CIT has the ability to do what's called ELF, which is extended line of funding. So if you have a couple jobs that are coming up that are big jobs, and you need an extra twenty five hundred dollars for supplies and mm-hmm. so forth. We can take the machine package and add to that right. to cover you to have the cash so you can do what you need to do on that first couple jobs or the marketing or whatever your you know your your thoughts are from that regard. Yeah. And that's something that is unique to what CIT offers, um, and it's going to be fixed fixed price. Um, right. It's the same you know low financing rate that you have with. The equipment, you can also get these other things. Um, and, and where I was going with this too, I didn't, I didn't, didn't finish my 
point here is that I know you have to be unbiased, mm-hmm. which I, I, I fully expect that because you lease other brands, yeah. you lease other things. But I know a customer will say, well, am I doing the right thing? Should I really buy a Baritone or should I buy something else? And I know you can diplomatically, in a, in a nice way, you know, you'll tell them, you know, we lease these all the time. We know they're good machines. And I always tell people, if they lease, buy, purchase, whatever, finance, I'm stuck on lease because I always call you lease boy. I want to think up another name for you now. I can't call you. Oh, that is true. You finance can't be lease boy. Finance boy. Sure. <laughs> I mean, I, I just lease just boy. Lease boy just rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? Yeah. You know? No. How about the finance fairy? Don't get him started. Don't wind me up. Don't wind me up. Yeah, we don't need to get this started. My point to this was I I know you can't be biased, and I wouldn't expect you to, but I think that since you sold them and you worked here and you know the reliability and everything that's good about a Baritone, you can assure them that they're making a good decision. I would never ask you. And you, I never have. You know this. You know I've known each other for a long time. Well, He's been I doing this for a long time. I said it. Everyone, <laughs> take well, a shot. Shot, I mean, shot. I mean, no, Sean. I mean, we've been in this industry for quite a while. Yes, exactly. So, so there's I mean, another one. I, I, I would never tell anybody. Even I, I don't say, well, don't buy that. I may say, research it, do your homework. But I would never say it's a piece of junk. Even if it is, I just don't talk bad yeah, about the competition. Yeah. No, and you, that's, you see what I'm trying. I, yeah, I'm, I'm not explaining this very well. And right? I've and this is my been my philosophy and the guys that I work with now, I, I try to instill the same thing. Is this is a piece of equipment? There's lots of options in, in any product that you can look at in the marketplace. There's there's entry level price point and there is yeah. top of the line. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, you've got to be comfortable with the equipment that you have to operate your business, and along with that goes. What does the equipment do for you? Is it producing, in this case of embroidery, is it producing the hats that you want to turn around and give to your customers? I've always had the belief that, honestly, it doesn't really matter what's on the outside of the machine, what color it is, what brand it is. If it does what you're comfortable with, then you're buying the right machine. Correct, yeah. And I've, I've said this numerous times, regardless if it's embroidery or screen print or digital print or... Um, lasers or engravers take what it is you're trying to do and have them per- the the brands that you're considering have them produce it yeah if and then let that be the decision the ultimate decision for you because obviously there's economics that go into it so oh, and by, by the way I am happy to sow samples for yeah you, you yeah. guys you're doing that, that last week. I, I did it last yeah. week I sold, sewed a whole box of Bags, purses, handbags, <laughs> or whatever they were. But I'm, I'm happy to do that because I, I know our machine's going to perform. Um, and I've had people you know, send me hats with, with, with your logo. I, your logo. You know, I, I, I know my logos are good, but, you know, if, if you want to use your logo, whatever. I, I'm happy in our office. Any of us are happy to sew your samples for you. I just want to throw that in. I have a question for, yeah. like, the millennials, I, I feel like. People that are building their credit and mm-hmm. don't have the mortgage, don't have like, you know, a, a young person question. Okay. Um, what generally do you have like a range of where your credit score should be before you start looking at financing equipment like this? Certainly. Um, well, I guess ultimately business credit and personal credit in most cases generally fall in line for, 
for our customers. Um, how they pay their personal loans, debt obligations is going to mirror how they pay their business. So when you're a new company, we're going to look solely at the personal information, how you've paid car loans or student loans or home loans or you know other personal loans that you've had, as well as how you manage credit cards. What about your bookie? Does that count? What, if you uh, unless he's reporting on, on your uh, credit, I don't know. <laughs> I just, you know, maybe you I, could I be. In. A, I got a friend that wants to know. <laughs> okay, I was going to say if you if you happen to have uh, that sort of an account with your bookie, then okay. maybe that's a. I'll let him. Have, I'll let him know. I mean, I'll he can give you a reference. <laughs> Or have your friend get a reference. Yeah, have your friend get a reference. <laughs> get a reference. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, so that history is going to go a long ways to helping you. If you don't have it, it's ideal that this is just basic credit building advice. You know, get a loan, get a small uh, small car loan, um, credit card. As you get older and you have the opportunity to buy a house or and so forth, then pay history on that transaction is going to be very important. It's going to kind of set you up for the rest of your life with regards to how you're viewed from a credit risk perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I think the, the thing that people forget is obviously with any purchase of equipment or purchase of anything, you can pay cash, you can finance it. You know, and there's a couple of ways of doing the financing on it, and there's obviously a couple of ways of you know coming up with the cash. You know, for you can pull it out of savings, you can pull it out of you know your checkbook or whatever, but you have to weigh what is your intent. Is it a short-term need? Is it a long-term need? And kind of figure out what is the best vehicle for purchase at that time. Um, there's some equipment in this industry that is something you're planning on paying it off in you know 12 months. It's probably not something you should be, you know, financing. Yeah. Honestly, it's it just it's something you need. It's it's going to pay for itself in the next six months. You should pay for it out of cash. You know, if you have an investment that's you know a twenty thousand dollar piece of equipment that's going to be producing on a daily basis of use, that's something you should look at financing because you know that machine's going to be generating the revenue that pays for itself. Um, you can certainly use cash for those situations, but. You're taking that cash, that working capital, out of your business. And there's an old saying, cash is king. Um, and ultimately, by taking that cash out, what could you be doing with that $20,000 mm-hmm. to help grow your business that next twenty? Right, right. And so forth. So um, I think the, the thing, ultimately, manage, don't extend yourself. We're in a society where we want to have everything now. That's tough. Um, and I think just starting small, proving, and then building on that. Um, and ideally, you don't want to shut down your credit cards. So if you pay them off, take the card and set it aside. Don't touch it because when you close the card, you're basically eliminating all that history yeah. from being of value to you as you mature. All right. Well, we got to wrap this up. Did it answer your question? It did. I didn't understand yeah. it. Thank you, Sean. All I know is my credit sucks, and I can't get in Britain. <laughs> That's what I got from that. Maybe well, someday. No, you said a tow truck. You, yeah, yeah, you, you said a tow truck. It's a tow truck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. don't, don't, don't take this and say, hmm. I won't use that information. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we got to jump off of here. Well, before um, we do, we need to talk about dinner last night because it oh, was I'll, very exciting. I'm going to get and, there. And, you know, Lease Boy. Okay. All right. You do it. Yeah, I'm going to get there. Least I just want you to. Call us dinner. He did, yeah. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, will you plug um, CIT websites and things? And yeah, yeah, I, do that. I will say this too: that you, the online website, I love it. 
because um, you know we we can kind of track how things are moving along, right? Um, which is really beneficial to me. Like I know if this is yeah this this is happening, this purchase is going to happen, uh, or no, you know if it gets declined or whatever. Um, I, I really like the interface. I just want to say that um, just okay. to you face to face. As a man. As a man. Yeah. Versus the interface. <laughs> yes. Interface. <laughs> no, thank you. It's uh, CIT.com is our website. Um, and I will get you the information you post on the, on the, yeah, we'll, the we'll chat and so on, forth. Yeah, so forth. Um, we do equipment finance for all the equipment in this industry. So, you know, there's no limits as far as that's concerned. And regardless if you're a new company, we can help you all the way through mature companies yeah. from that standpoint. Um, but uh, yeah, I'll definitely, I appreciate the, the transparency with you guys and the way that we approach it is we, we're in partnership with our vendors. Yeah. Um, and part of that is the communication. Um, Absolutely. We have a, a very open communication where, you know, you know, as a sales rep, um, or a vendor, when the customer starts the application, when it's submitted, when it's approved, yep. when docs are out, docs are in, yep. those notifications go to you. You don't have to proactively call us or us proactively call you. You're going to get an email update notification. Yeah, absolutely. So Every time something changes in that, it, it comes. Well, comes I mean, it's to important us. to us. I mean, you know, we want to obviously selling the machine is the big thing. We want to get the machine sold, but we don't want to sit there and have to get in all the financing stuff. That's not us. That's yeah, not us. I, and it's important for us to have math, a partner so. to do that. So we got to get these people. We got to go. <laughs> we can talk about dinner and get out of here. Yeah. And then we'll have you on. This is kind yeah, of we're going to get, get you on. definitely on. Okay. Via okay. um, yeah. phone call. But yeah. what about dinner do you want to discuss? Oh, uh, well, just the Greek dinner, the the, the wonderful uh, spinacotopia or yeah. whatever it was. So, that, uh, yeah, we we'll, we'll, we're going to close this out. I, I got a way to do it. Um, so make sure you guys go like, subscribe, comment. New episodes drop every Wednesday. Uh, anywhere you get your podcast, subscribe on YouTube. Um, leave us comments, questions. We'll get to them as we can. And Sean, to close this out, I would love for you to tell the people <laughs> what you ordered, what last, you ordered night last night for dinner? at the restaurant. I want you to say it. I, I had a Greek steak. No, no. What's the Greek name for it? Starts with an Starts S. Starts with an S. Slovakia? Yes, he did. He, he had, had a Greek Slovakia. If you ever right. have Slovakia. How was the Slovakia? It was a Euro. It was a Euro steak. I don't know. Slovakia. See, Slovakia. He, he didn't call it a gyro. He yeah, called no. it a Euro, yeah. but he calls it a soup. I think I, I don't think I pronounced it properly last night. No, which and is that's how come it, your dinner yes. came late because the guy said, well, we don't, we don't have that. We don't even, we don't even make that. It's not even on a menu. Yes, I, I, I don't. I don't claim to have a full understanding of the English language, let alone the Greek language. We got customers waiting. We got to right. sell some stuff. Yeah, we got to sell things. Sean, hey, thank you, thanks, buddy. Thank you, very much. I love you. I love you like a almost like a son. Almost so. like a son. He loves you more than me. I promise you that. <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys next right, time. Thank you. Peace out. <laughs>